In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. So the topic of this homily is God is with us. A beautiful hymn we sing uh, in Great Compline during uh, Lent. God is with us. Understand all you nations. Submit yourselves. For God is with us. You know, the last two Gospels are very hard Gospels. You know, these are kind of demands on us as Christian people to get our lives together, to to have the right wedding garments. And I was reading a couple weeks ago um, uh, in the epistle, uh, St. Paul says to uh, the Corinthians, examine yourselves. Be ready. Clean up the loose ends. This is the beginning of the church year, so make your resolutions. Stand firm in the faith. Make a wonderful, powerful, personal effort. Are you worn out yet? Because that wore me out. I tell you, I just got to the point where I said, kind of been there, done that. You know, I know how good this works, you know, for a good week. I'm, I'm, I'm well for a good week. And then things start to crumble. So what's the message? God is with us in whatever circumstance we find ourselves in. Whatever effort he is asking us to make, because he is asking us to make a personal effort. See? But God's with us in that. When we look at this effort we're called to make, and we're, we kind of grab on to the straps and just hold on and try to do it ourselves, it will wear us out. But God is with us. We need to really get that. There's a beautiful line that the priest says as he begins the, the uh, anaphora prayers, before the anaphora prayers, uh, the Lord is my strength. He's my firm foundation, my refuge, and my deliverer. I will love you, Lord, my strength. You're my firm foundation, my refuge, and my deliverer. You're everything to me. Without you, I can do nothing. That's how the priest begins the anaphora prayers. I love you, Lord, my strength, my firm foundation, my refuge, and my deliverer. And that's always the case for us. So I was thinking about the different conditions I find myself in throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the years. Uh, and how God is with us in each of these circumstances. Okay, so for the first condition, which I find myself in more than I would like, is I'm out of gas. I'm out of gas. The only thing I've got is this prayer, Lord, have mercy. Lord, help me. You know, there's a beautiful prayer and uh, at the end of the litany. Uh, help us, save us, have mercy on us. I get to that point and say, just that, Lord. All those other petitions are wonderful, but if you could just give me, help me, save me, have mercy on me, that's enough for me. That's powerful stuff, though, when you think about that. Help me, save me, have mercy. If that's all we've got, that's all we've got. And, you know, sometimes it, it, we just have to understand that that's all that's there. But we have to use that that's there. Lord, have mercy. Lord, help me. Save me. 
You know, there's a beautiful uh, story of a man, Dick Hoke, uh, Dick Hoyt, um, who has a handicapped son, uh, Rick Hoyt. And when his son was born, um, doctor said, uh, your son has got severe cerebral palsy. He's going to be a vegetable. And the, in this little article, uh, Dick says, well, he's 51 years old. And I, we just can't figure out what kind of vegetable he is yet. <laughs> uh, doctors should never do that. No one should ever do that. They should say, parents diagnose children, not doctors, not nurses, not psychologists. Parents do that. That's a little thing in my special ed background, so forgive me. Um, so, uh, Dick wants his son to experience life. Um, but his son has nothing, can't do anything. So Dick decides to start running with him. He gets a kind of a little scooter thing, you know, puts him in the uh, scooter, and he runs with him during the day. Well, this got so good that he started running marathons with him. Marathons with his son. And his son says, when I run, I don't feel my disability. When I run, right? Who's running? His dad. But who's running? Rick is also running. Powerful. When I run, I don't feel my disability. Sometimes God is that for us. He's carrying us along the way. He's putting us in our little chair and running with us. And we get little glimpses every once in a while of joy, even in that condition. You know, he now, Dick now is a triathlete with his son Rick. He puts him in a boat, and he swims with him. He gets off the boat, puts him on a bike, and they ride the bike part of the race. They get off the bike, and he puts him in the crate, the, 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 uh, the, the uh, little chair, and he, they run the marathon. They run over a thousand, marathon, a thousand races together. So sometimes... We're Rick. We just need to be carried. And God is the carrier. We need to understand that. And that simple Lord have mercy is all we've got. But that's enough for the Lord to put us in that little chair and take us through the day. And we'll in that experience joys. We'll forget our disability. Isn't that a powerful story? That's the Lord for us. So we need to understand, we're out of gas. That's, that's the spot. The second condition that uh, we find ourselves in at times is the tank is low. We're not out of gas, but it's low. So my encouragement to you and to myself in this situation is stay in the game. 
Sometimes you have to push yourself a little bit to pray. You have to push yourself to go to church because you're just a little bit low. Okay? But keep pushing yourself. Stay in the game. You know, there's a, uh, I was a great basketball coach, North Carolina State, Jimmy Balvano, who died of cancer, and they've got this big fund now called the Jimmy B Fund, and he gave a speech uh, right before he died, um, and his, the line and the line of the foundation is, don't give up, don't ever give up. Powerful. And... Uh, so that's for us. When we're just, the tank is low. Don't give up. You know, a tank is low. I don't feel like praying. Well, get up and pray. You know, just do that one little thing. Well, I can, just do the Lord's Prayer. Right? Don't stay in the game. Get yourself to church. You know, oh, Sunday, I'm too tired. Get yourself to church. Stay in the game. Because if you don't, you'll, you'll give in to resentments, to bitternesses, to sloth, to all these struggles that come at us when we step back from the game. Okay? So when we're just at that spot where we feel where the tank is low, stay in the game. Stay in the game. Put yourself a little bit. God will bless you. God will bless you there. And so uh, when we're doing well, we need to begin to practice, and this is very, very important. We need to begin to practice gratitude and build that gratitude up and get really good at it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Say it so many times. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you for having a good day. Thank you for this blessing here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because there's going to come a time when something difficult comes, and you know what you're going to need to say? Thank you. You're going to need to say that. But you can't do that unless you're practicing that. Okay, so when things are good, get that virtue of gratitude placed deep inside you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Let your heart be, rejoice in that. Get, get the sense of that. Because there will come those times when the difficulty comes and you'll have to say, That was really funny. Was I meet with Father John Braun every Tuesday, and I just go through things, and sometimes I'm, I'm kind of sharing with him things that are difficult, and at the end of my little spiel, he says, have you thanked God for that yet? <laughs> Not yet. Sometimes it takes a time to get there, right? Sometimes it's a little bit... We growl on the way to Thanksgiving, right? The little growl on the way to Thanksgiving. But we have to find that because it's such a powerful virtue for us to understand why do we thank God for everything? Because he has our salvation in mind for everything that happens in our life. He loves us and he's saving us in every circumstance. That's why we say thank you. Because he loves us. He cares about us, cares for us. We don't, it's, it's really important that we don't kind of thank God for the tragedy, right? We thank God for him being with us in the tragedy. We thank God for, for what we will gain out of this tragedy. Okay. So 
it's very, very critical for us to kind of understand that. So these three things, Lord, have mercy when we're out of gas, stay in the game when the tank is low, and thank God when things are doing well. This will be a very good help to us. For God is with us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.